Hello there. You're listening to Manufacturing Tomorrow, brought to you by the Ohio Manufacturing Institute at The Ohio State University. I'm Katherine Kelly, your host. Today we are speaking with Bob Mick, Director of Professional and Distance Education Programs at The Ohio State University College of Engineering. He directs the online Masters of Global Engineering Leadership Program, a professional degree for practicing engineers who want to increase their management acumen and leadership skills along with their technical expertise. The degree is delivered completely online and can be completed in 12 to 28 months. Students admitted to the program pursue coursework in business leadership, public policy, ethics, accounting, and a technical specialization in automotive systems and welding, to name a couple. They practice new professional and technical skills by completing a culminating project. Prior to his tenure at the College of Engineering, Bob was a program coordinator for the Executive MBA program and a program director for the Master of Business Operational Excellence degree, both at Ohio State Fisher College of Business. Bob, welcome to the show. Thank you. For those who are not familiar with the Master of Global Engineering Leadership Program, would you provide some of the highlights? So it's a 100% online degree, and it's targeted for working engineers. And so it's a professional master's degree, and it's it's like a master's of engineering management degree, which is pretty well known uh, out there. But uh, it's a blended degree. So it's not your traditional MA or MS or research degree. It's a professional degree, but it's a blend in that we offer technical engineering courses as well as core courses in business and leadership. What was the impetus for creating this program and to offer it completely online? Well, to offer it online was uh, important to the College of Engineering because it provides flexibility that working professionals need. They can study and do the homework around their time. They don't have to commute and spend time away from their work coming to class. So we felt that that was very important. And we also uh, wanted to provide a degree. We had evidence of need from our alumni and then just other engineers who wanted a professional master's degree like this and from Ohio State, and we didn't have it. And so that is why we developed this degree. And uh, the College of Engineering had it in part of the strategic plan uh, to have it developed and running by this time. And uh, it's been a goal for quite a few years to get this developed. And over the past five years, you've added technical tracks along the way? Correct. Yeah, we started out with three, and now we are up to six. And how does this program compare or contrast to the traditional degrees offered at Ohio State? So it's a professional master's degree. So there's, it's not a master of science or master of art. It's a professional master's degree. And uh, so it, there's no thesis or comprehensive exam. Instead, we have the integrative project, which is like a capstone project, where s- students demonstrate and apply the skills that they've learned, both technical and professional, in a real project. What type of projects do the students usually undergo? I mean, what does it run the gamut, or is it more more of connected to their their what they're doing at work? It could be research based. It could be uh, take any form or shape. But ideally, we want them to be able to identify a problem or a situation at their place of employment, and then apply the project to solving that issue or whatever. And so when it's a a win-win for the employer and the student learns, they demonstrate their skills and so forth. So uh, it really depends upon the student and which technical track they're in and a lot of other variables. But they always have to get approval from a faculty academic advisor. That makes sense. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, 
What type of faculty do you recruit to the program? Uh, well, in our degree, we have faculty from engineering, College of Business, and John Glenn College of Public Affairs. So uh, they're all teaching faculty uh, that they're teaching these same courses in person. It's just that then they add on the online component for our online students. Uh, have there, as you've built the program, um, what constraints have you come upon in, in designing or deploying it? Um, no, the biggest issue has just been trying to add additional uh, technical track courses uh, to the program because our faculty are very busy with their research and it is time consuming to convert a course into online format. So we're just continuing to work with the department chairs and the faculty and, and to enable them to be able to do this so that we can add more technical tracks because just like in the College of Engineering, we have 11 departments. So there's so many areas of engineering uh, that we're, we're trying to fill the need for all these students. They have an interest in our degree program, but we don't have the technical tracks available in online format for them. So that that's what we're up against and and trying to solve for our students. Do you think it'd be easier if it was a course that was being built from the ground up? Is it because of the coursework already being established and then trying to translate it into the online format? Uh, no, I you know it's just the faculty. Their their research is so important, and they're already so busy anyway with their teaching and their research. And it's just finding the time to convert the course. So whether it was a brand new course or not, it's just uh, enabling them to see that you know we can help you. We have instructional designers at this university that will help you can record your lectures and design the course and put it in the learning management system like that. So part of it is just that we also need to build more awareness about how we put programs online. What are the primary skills that workers will achieve upon completion? Um, you know, how are those core skills developed within the technical tracks? Well, so in the core, uh, the basis is to teach them leadership management, project management skills, improve their communication skills. Um, we have a course uh, that talks about technology and innovation and how you use that as a competitive advantage in case you're like an engineer working in research. Uh, the, the, we partner with John Glenn College because uh, it makes our program kind of unique because we we put in public policy. So how does the government business relationship work and how can businesses uh, you know, impact public policy and, and what does the government, what the government does, how can that impact your business? So we think that that makes our program unique, but it's important for engineers to learn in, uh, as well as learning some in, or improving their business acumen. And then in the technical courses, so those are just advanced engineering skills that they learn and then they pick a specialization. Uh, currently we have six. But to prove those skills, they do that through our integrated project at the end of the program. So in that, then they pick out their project, and then they have to prove what they know and apply it to a situation or a problem, you know, proving the engineering skills and the professional skills all together. And, and so that, that with the, the uh, what we call soft skills being taught, which would uh, you know, include those professional skills, uh, how is uh, how do you accomplish that through online learning? Well, there's two courses. One is uh, leadership and team effectiveness. 
So he's teaching communication and leadership there. But we also have a course that's it's a one-credit-hour course in the core curriculum, and it's engineering ethics and professionalism. And I know that he uses case studies. Uh, so there's a lot of ways that they can replicate the same thing that they do in person, even using case studies. And they, what they do is they just mimic the classroom discussion and debate through the discussion forums, and they use that in the learning management system. And would it be a correct assumption that uh, a lot of these skills, if they're working in teams that are scattered, you know, uh, across, you know, different uh, sites, different, uh, let's just say, manufacturing sites across the the globe, that that these would be skills that would be easily transferable? Correct. And they never work in teams in our degree program because they need to be uh, – it's hard when you're trying to connect people and make them work in a team, especially if they're in another country let alone just across the United States. But they hope that when they work on their project that they they can assemble a team as part of the integrated project. And even if they're an international company, then they can possibly engage other people globally as part of their project. And that's those are things that the faculty try to emphasize and get them to do as part of the integrated project requirements. Oh, that's really interesting. Are you finding that the combination of management and applied engineering skills are welcomed by industry? Yes. And it's not through direct feedback that I'm finding now, but the college did extensive research when we were developing this degree program. And so we they surveyed industry. They used the Dean's External Council, Council Advisory Board and things like that. So they they did a lot of research and found a lot of positive feedback that this is what we want and this is what we'd like to see in engineers as they get their graduate degrees. And uh, I'm assuming those higher level skills are, are important uh, that, that that they're learning, you know, on, on the job by taking this program that, you know, after completion that they're at a higher level of, of skills, correct? Correct. And that's what we find. It's engineers that they, they want to advance in management some way, and they know that they need a graduate degree. Well, and anymore, it's not just that, well, you have to have an MBA. You, They want to see more than just a technical degree as well, you know, just a master's in whatever discipline in engineering. They want to also see that they've learned the management acumen. When one of their courses in the core uh, courses is, is, is about accounting and financial management, so they understand the financial aspects of projects. So those are all important skills that, you know, we see industry wanting in engineers to not only have an advanced degree as they move them up into management roles, but they have to have the basic understanding, how to lead technical teams, and then also how to, uh, to communicate and do well is just in, in, with the business as a whole. And based on your experience at the Fisher College of Business, uh, you know, what, what, what did you bring to the table when you started this program? Well, I was in the executive MBA program for like three years, and then I helped them. We started the master's degree in operational excellence, and I ran that for five years. So it was uh, an understanding of, of business and how to start a master's degree. Those were both professional master's degree. And uh, so it's an, an, a unique understanding of people working professionals are trying to achieve their education uh, who are you know, a lot of them are non-traditional students so and that's my background is that's how I got my education and that's who I'm used to working with is the non-traditional learning learner or the working professional 
And uh, I saw a lot of research now is indicating that the uh, non-traditional is becoming more traditional, that there's needs we're going to need to um, accommodate those needs in the future. That's correct. And reduce the costs. People with, uh, you know, in our area right now, I don't know if you've heard about MOOCs, but now uh, edX is partnering with universities. And for example, the University of Texas is Austin is offering a master's degree in computer science for only $10,000. So not only are the working professionals wanting online, but they don't want to go in any, in any more debt or as little as possible. So it's a very challenging environment. So is there anything that I didn't ask that you would like to discuss? No, I can't think of anything regarding the degree. All right. Well, thank you, Bob. Okay. You're welcome. Thank you for having me.